podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another stream in the Anfield Talk. I'm your host, Ben, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Connor. How are we doing, my friend? Yeah, good, mate. Stressful times have passed now. I mean, so, yeah, all good. Yeah, it's good to see you about me. Um, once again, as always, this uh, this wonderful podcast is uh, sponsored by our amazing sponsors, Sportinin, the best football app you can get on your phone right now to stay on track, stay up to date with leagues all around the world, follow your own team, come in our group chat, talk all things Liverpool. Uh, everyone's excited in there right now about the Champions League action. So make sure you use the link in the description if you haven't already to uh, join the group chat and uh, hopefully we'll see some we'll see some of you guys over there. So, um, yeah, as always, big up Sporting input. Connor, we are here to talk about Champions League action. But first, um, because we didn't we didn't do a um, Merseyside derby review because of many different reasons, it was, it was quite hard to get a stream going. But we're just going to talk about that for literally five minutes because nobody really wants to listen to that, mate. But... I just want to get your overall thoughts on that game and pretty much how we're going to come into this Napoli game to get back to winning ways. It's always hard to play a side like Napoli a few days after you've just drew, you just drew the Merseyside derby on a Saturday. You know, the the dread of the half, the, tw- the half 12 kickoff has sort of killed us off again. Um, didn't think we were up to, to our normal standard, but we've been we've been saying this for the majority of the season. You know, I think our, our only good performance all year has been Bournemouth. And I think we all know that. I think everyone knows that. We just weren't up to scratch. You can say that Pickford kept them in the game, which he did. I think there's numerous occasions where Pickford has, has saved Everton and you can see the problems at Everton, but, you know, we have to be finishing chances. It's pretty lackluster for us. And I don't like to come away from a, a derby and say that... Um, withdrew the game but if you're uh, if you're Jake Paul apparently they're the only side that you don't mind losing to which is bizarre <laughs> but there we go yeah um Jake Paul the new Liverpool fan on the horizon um I agree mate I think we 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 should have won the game to be honest we had more than enough chances I think it was just uh the difference was Pickford that's for real I think at the time, straight after the game, a lot of people were being reactionary, saying it's not good enough, this, this, it's that, it's the other. But if you look back at those highlights, that man was on another level in that game, um, which is annoying because nobody really likes Jordan Pickford, but um, he was just really good. And you have to you have to admit that. And there was a couple of issues with the midfield, I thought. But listen, we're gonna we're gonna just swiftly move on because, like we said, we're here to talk about Napoli more than anything. The Moses derby is gone. We just thought we needed to have a little bit of an intro on that because we haven't spoken about it on the channel. Um, and just to let you guys know as well, if you're watching on the live or the replay, we'll also be live tomorrow straight after the Napoli game um, because we obviously didn't stream last last week. We're going to do two streams this week and straight after Napoli tomorrow, we're going to be live to react to the game. Um, let's just go through some of the history of Napoli, mate, because we're no strangers to the side. In the Champions League, we've played them four times in the Champions League. We played them in the Europa League. I think that was 10 years ago today, actually, um, which is crazy. I think we drew that game as well. So nothing much has really changed. But um, four times in the Champions League, mate, 18-19 and 19-20. 
all group stage games. Uh, Napoli have two wins, one draw and one defeat. And obviously we have one win, one draw and two defeats to Napoli. Um, the 18-19, it was Napoli 1, Liverpool 0. Insigne, that, that last-minute goal was just an absolute killer blow for us. And then uh, we beat them at Anfield, thanks to Mo Salah. Absolutely modern Kula Bali. And for me, mate, this is the most important one. This is the most iconic time we've played Napoli because the Allison save at the end of the, 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 the second half. And if that goes in, we head out the group on goal difference. Sorry, no, we we go out on points. We went through on goal difference. But if, if that goal, if that shot goes in, Milik, I believe it was, if Allison, the best keeper on the planet, doesn't make that save at that time, we don't win the Champions League. And this whole era of what we've done, who knows what could have happened, mate. So, just looking back at those Napoli games, that big alley save, are you taking anything from that? Because obviously, 1920, we, we played them again in the group. We beat them 2 0, and then we drew, we drew 1 1. Dejan Lovren actually scored the equaliser in that one. But are you using anything that's happened in the past, or do you think now nah, this is a brand new opportunity and we're going to go there and we're going to win? Um, just to reiterate, we lost to Napoli. 2-0 lost uh, in 2019-20 um, away from away from home. Um, Napoli is always a tough place to go. We've seen that, as you've said, you know, 1-0, 2-0 losses in the 2019-20. We lost 2-0 there. In 2018-19, we lost 1-0. You know, that's that's not a, a nice statistic to look back at. And actually, when you look at the Napoli side that we set out in the 2019-20, there's probably no differences now apart from Mane. And, and, and Luis Diaz and obviously our new signings but when you think of our core and when we talk about the midfield that we've had and the midfield problems that we've got you know the midfield three that day was Fabinho, Henderson and Milner we're going to see something very similar to be honest we're going to see something very similar if it wasn't for Henderson being injured I'd, I would have assumed that he would have played tomorrow and you know Milner seems to be in and out of this team rotating two years on if we're losing 2-0 there with him in the middle of the midfield that's a worry and I like James Milner and I'm one of the first people to praise him for everything he does at the age he is. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal footballer, phenomenal athlete. It's not the kind of games that you want to play him in now. And, you know, the, the whole thing today about the Liverpool help page saying about not to go in certain places in Napoli, it's not just us that are worried. I'm sure that Liverpool, for, uh, Liverpool players are worried because of what, you know, the record we've got there. We seem to play Napoli a lot at the moment. You know, we played him in that preseason friendly as well. Um, I can't remember what year that was, but it's worrying purely because of the season we've started with, and and everyone's looking at us now. And, and I uh, I watched Napoli on the weekend. They're dangerous. Napoli are very, very, very good. They look very good. I think Oshiman's injured, which is which is a bonus in, in my opinion. But I'm worried. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm usually very positive, but I, I this, this is not the game you want on the back of some poor form, is it? Like not at no. all. No. Not at all. It would have been nice to play Rangers at home or something first, but even that, I don't think will be an easy game. But we, this is the hardest game I think in our group, and I think everybody would agree with that. Napoli away. We just need to get the three points. No matter how it comes about just go there, get the dirtiest win possible and get the heck out of there. So that's what we need to do, mate. I know it's easier said than done because we haven't won there. Um, but listen, Liverpool are a team that break all records, right? So 
we have to just go out there tomorrow and just forget about past, forget about the, the previous times we played there and lost and just kind of kickstart the season. Because I believe if we go to Napoli and win, that's going to give us belief as fans, the players, the manager, that we can go to anywhere and win. Because I'm not saying Napoli are as good as the teams that, you know, say Man City or, you know, they probably are as good as anyone else compared but like Arsenal, you know, those tough away games. Um, but if we come can win in those horrible games away, then you can win anywhere. So I, I think this will be huge for us for confidence, for momentum. And yeah, I'm I'm I am actually excited for this one because I want to see if anything has changed since um the previous meeting. But Dow says big up Dow. Interesting that both times we went there, it was a Fabilnison. Now, but like you said, mate, Henderson is injured. Unfortunately, because that you know, I, I will say that I, I never want to see players injured despite their form. You know, people moan about midfielders and how we, we lack midfielders, and then when one of our midfielders gets injured, there's some stupid comments about it. And it's just like, how can you how can you say that you, you need midfielders and that we're in a midfielder crisis and then the captain of the team gets injured and then you're like, Oh well, we're gonna do this. Oh yeah, well done. Uh, it just doesn't make sense for me. So I'd obviously rather have Henderson fully fit but he's not and I think he's out for about three weeks I believe according to reports don't quote me on that but I think I saw that this morning but we're going to do our predicted lineups towards the end of the stream but say it is Artur or I don't believe Thiago is going to come in straight away but do you think if say Elliot comes in or Arthur do you see that being a positive like that's for it's harsh because Henderson's injured. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to use that as a, okay, Henderson's injured now, we're going to get better. I don't want to be harsh on Henderson, but do, do you think that will give an opportunity for a Harvey Elliott or Arthur to come in and be better than the guys that started the game in the past? Definitely. Um, I was just reading, because obviously Klopp, uh, Klopp's press conference, uh, he said that Arthur, according to him, he needs football and training. Uh, can he play minutes? Yes. Should he play a full game? No. I think that gives us the idea of, of what he's going to do with Artur, whether he starts him or he brings him on. But it's positive that he wants to bring him into the side quick. Like we said before the Everton game, we said that if we don't see him against Everton, we want to see him against Napoli. And if it's that first half or it's that towards the end for and you know pushing for a win or pushing for a draw, whatever whatever situation we're in, it's going to be nice to see him in a Liverpool shirt. Um, Klopp also said that obviously Thiago was back in training. He's ready um, for how long we'll see. For me, like you say about Harvey Elliott, the Carvalho, I wouldn't even bother putting Thiago in tomorrow. And that's going to be a bold statement. That's going to be an opinion some people don't agree with. You're bringing back the player that we've cried for for however many weeks since he's been out. You then want to bring him back after two training sessions, only two days of training. You then want to bring him into a game that's going to be as tough, as physical, as dependent, as Napoli, and I just think that is a decision we shouldn't be doing. I know it's a, a must-win game. I know we want to win every game. I know we want to do what we've done last year. Obviously, the six six group stage wins. But I, I don't see that happening this year, unfortunately. And you know, call me call me whatever you want, disheartened or whatever. It is disheartening at the moment the way we're playing and the way that we're playing football. It's not right. It's not nice to see. So for me, Thiago shouldn't start. But if he wants minutes towards the end, if you know. Dread to say either the game's gone or we've won the game and we're and we're we're clear. You know, that would be nice to see him back. Our tour, I'd like to see our tour play. But 
I don't actually, I don't dislike the Elliot Carvalho Fabinho. It won't happen against Napoli because Klopp won't do that. So he'll put. I think Carvalho in might be injured as well. I think is Carvalho is still injured. Is he still injured? I think he is. Again, don't quote me on that, but I believe he is. I'll have, we'll have to ask that this morning. But then, but then you so you you knew that was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. Them two were not going to play again together against Napoli. He's playing against Everton and then playing against Napoli, completely different story. So you know, if you're thinking about that midfield free tomorrow, it's, I think Harvey Elliott deserves a start. I think he deserves to keep his shirt. Okay, it wasn't really his day Saturday. I don't think he played yeah. poor. I don't think he played poor to be honest. I actually. It's hard to pick out an awful player from Saturday when the standard was just as low as what it was. I don't think there's anyone you can really pick out that had an awful, dreadful game and you're thinking this is poor, this is the worst performance ever. I don't think anyone had that. I just think we were below par completely. So for me, it's going to be, it would be Elliot Fabinho. I, don't know, I know we're not doing predicted, but it'd be Fabinho, Elliot, and it's probably going to be Milner, unfortunately. And I say unfortunately because I would rather Thiago and Artur purely yeah, because yeah. the young the youngsters and, and stuff like that. Yeah, Paul Gorse has confirmed uh no Curtis Jones or Fabio Carvalho for Liverpool tomorrow. Neither have travelled from Merseyside to Naples this afternoon. Thiago Alcantara has at least after returning to training yesterday. So um I I don't know what he's gonna do with the midfield, but I wanna if if Elliot does does start, I think that'll be big because I think that will show Klopp's faith in him because obviously the Inter Milan game last year when he started in that midfield and they just walked through as like no fault to Harvey Elliott. He's he you know he he was eighteen and you know he's an experience. He's never played at the Champions League level before. Maybe he's growing more experience as the years gone by. But um, for whatever reason, that midfield didn't work on that day. So if 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 he does start him in this game, I think that's huge. And I think that's Klopp saying like this kid is ready now to play at this stage. And we all know he is anyway. Harvey Elliott is an incredible player. He's been probably our best player, in my opinion, this season. Um, and these are the games why, you know, he, he dreamt to sign for this club. These are the games as a kid he grew up watching as a Liverpool fan, dreaming to be playing on that stage one day for Liverpool. And here he is now. So... Um, I agree with you. My only concern about Elliot is he he's played a lot, and if we squeeze one more game out of him tomorrow, then maybe we maybe that that might work actually. Maybe squeeze one more game out of Harvey tomorrow, and then bring in one of Arthur or Thiago for him on Saturday home to Wolves should be fine, right? So um, maybe that's the plan. Maybe that's what will happen because, like we say, Harvey. He's played so much football for a kid. Like we can't just we can't just keep playing him every single game, especially when there's a game every three or four days right now. Um, I think it's important that we don't blow him out, we don't overwork him, and least of all, most of all, sorry, we don't want to see him injured um, again. So, yeah, maybe yeah, we get one more game out of Harvey and then give him a little rest on Saturday. Um, just going to go into Napoli's latest lineup, mate. That they they beat Lazio away two one. I mean that that must fill them with confidence because that's not an easy easy place to go for them. It was Merritt in goal, Rue, Kim, Romani, Di Lorenzo, Labokta, and Gisa. Is that a guy who played for Fulham? It is, isn't I it? Think, yeah, yeah, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, a left winger called Vara Shalit. Bro, I, 
I don't know how you say this geezer's name. Va- Varasha- Varashila. I don't know. It's spelled K K V A R A T S H K E L I A. I ain't got a clue how you pronounce that, but there you go. Lozano, Zielinski, and Ottiman. We have heard that Ossiman is injured, mate. Whether he is or not, whether that's just them, we don't know yet. You know, it could be mind games. But apart from the obvious Ossiman, is there anybody in that in that lineup there? That does think make make you think like okay, we need to be careful because they are dangerous. Um, Lozano, I've always said Lozano is very good, and Lozano plays sure. on the right hand side. So if it's to Simicast tomorrow that starts, could see a very good matchup there. A, a, a matchup for me that I feel like Lozano might just hold. I, I love Simicast and I love him, and I think he's a great left. I think he's a great fullback, but I just know how good Lozano is. Osimhen is. A bonus, I think, if he doesn't play, we're very we've been let off, really. I mean, I know we do have two of the best centre backs in the league, and sometimes some people would say, in retrospect, in the world. Um, but he's a very good player, very, very, yeah. very, very good. Um, we play five games around beaten. I think the, the saying that I always say is, or the saying that I always hear, especially when we play football on Saturdays and stuff like that, is, is don't, don't not a sleeping giant because we're the sleeping giant at the moment i think napoli they haven't lost a game i think they've conceded four goals they scored 12 in five games um i think they're second just behind atlanta i think atlanta have won four and drew one um don't knock us no matter what side they put out we're capable of beating any side on any day if we actually play i mean they, they, that is the key word if we actually play because when we play we're very good and when, and when we play, it's it's a joy to watch. Um, Merrick's quite good. I think Salah needs to needs to sort of get at Rui early if Rui is to play in that in that left wing in that left back spot. I don't think he's that good, but that's my opinion. For me, it would be a case of I know we're going to do our predicted, but when you look at that lineup, Kim and Rahmani, they're I think they're quite old. If I'm right in saying. No, 25 and 28. Who's the one that's really old? But anyway, I think Firmino is the man tomorrow night. I'm going to put it out there now. I think Firmino is the man tomorrow to do what do you he do normally your does. Now? And then we'll kind of like... What? Based on, are, we, are we basing it on... Are we basing it on the last lineup Napoli have put out then? Oh, I don't have a clue about a Napoli lineup. Okay, all right. No, it's fine. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. So, Oh, is it who's on about, by the way? Roll Albiol. That's what D says. No. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, Royal Albiol. Yes. I don't know where he is now. Place on FIFA, mate. I don't know where he is now. But don't forget, Ndombele is now over in Napoli. Of course, yeah. Tottenham. He's quite good. He's always... I mean, he's not getting minutes from at the moment, so they obviously don't rate him as highly as, as what Tottenham did for a short period. Um, the alley and goal. I would actually debate resting Trent, but he's going to play because he only played fifty-eight minutes on Saturday. Yeah. So there must have been and a that's reason. That's the reason. Why he only played fifty-eight minutes. Like, everyone lost their heads about it, but I like, did. I lost oh, the FPL points. Yeah, but everyone was like, oh, why did they take Trent off? Like, we would have won this game with Trent. Like, what an idiot. And it's like, you can see the difference between Trent's reaction to getting 
taken off because of his poor performance the week before against Newcastle, I think it was, to the derby. He just walked off, high-fived everyone. He was fine against Everton because he'd probably been told before the game that was going to happen because of the mm. reason that you just said. Like, it's not rocket science, but yeah, carry on, mate. Sorry to interrupt you. No, I think, I think you're spot on. And I think a lot of people, there was obviously my Twitter, you know what I'm like with my fantasy league. Like my Twitter was full of just, I'll oh, take like clocks playing the mind games. With, with, but you're right. You know, he made that sub because that's what he was going to do. I feel like he took, um, I feel like he rested. Am I? No, that's, yeah. I feel like he rested Andy Robertson and gave him minutes just towards the end. To give him the time, to give him the rest, but I think he'll play. To be truthful, I think he'll play as well. I, th- I think it's an unchanged back line of, of Van Dyke, um, Van Dyke, Gomez, Alec, Trent, and Robertson. Uh, Fabinho in the six as always. Harvey Elliott, and I'm going to go with Artur. Um, I think Milner will come on after about 50-60 if he is to, if he is to, and then I think. Thiago will potentially come on for maybe 20, 25 minutes for Elliot towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and then it, for me, it's it's Diaz, Salah, Firmino. But I would debate... I would... I would debate having Jota in there somewhere. I don't know where. Because I, I, I feel like Salah needs a rest as well. Because again, Salah's played from, I think, 90 minutes every game now, hasn't he? Pretty much, and I think yeah. that's and that's and that's where we'll start to see. You know, everyone's already going on about Salah since he's got this contract. He's been awful. You know, he hasn't been great. You know, he got two assists um, last week. So I don't know. It could be a possibility of him not starting and, and playing and and having Diaz Jota potentially in Nunes. But for me, it would be Diaz, Salah, and Firmino. Sorry, who is your other centre back with Verge? Gomez. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, my line. Uh, no, 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 no. Matip, Matip. Sorry, yeah. Matip. No, that's Matip cool. I fit. thought, yeah, I thought you'd have Matip if he, if was there. Mine is um, Allison and goal. Simikas, Virgil, Matip, and Trent. I just feel like, like you say, Robertson and Simikas. You know, it's. I don't really mind who starts. I, I think they're both brilliant players. They're both. I think they offer something slightly different. So, I think against a team that might be harder to break down, Simikas could cause more problems with the ball at his feet. Obviously, we know how good Robertson's crossing can be. But I just feel like in possession with the ball, I feel like Simikas might be a bit better. Um, Matip comes in. I think Gomez, he he had a chance to come in and establish himself. And I think against Everton, that was probably his, his best one, to be honest. Since he's been in the team, um, I thought he was actually quite good against Everton. But it's Matip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he's fit, in my opinion, he plays um, Champions League winning partnerships. That was Virgil and Matip. So, yeah, um, Matip comes in. If he can, because obviously he's just come back. We still don't know where he's at. But um, if he can play 90, I'd start him. Um, Elliot right centre mid. Fabinho DM. And I've gone the same with you. I've gone Artur, but I feel like it will be Milner. Um, just the first big Champions League game of the season away from home. He needs that. He's going to want that captain-like figure in the team, isn't he? Without Henderson. I know we've got Virgil, who who 
No, like, yeah, Milner will be captain if he starts, but um, if not, it would have been Virgil. But I know we've got him. Uh, you've got Alisson as well, who's quite important when it comes to leadership. But I feel like he's just going to want that guy in the midfield that, you know, the leadership, all those things that come from James Milner. Uh, whether we like it or not, it is what it is. Klopp, he, he, he needs, he always has one of these guys in his midfield. So um, I'd go with that. I would go with our talk. I think Klopp's going to go Milner. Um, and then my front three is Diaz on the left, Salah on the right. And I've gone with Nunes up front just because he came back against Everton, a very, a very, very tough game for a striker to come back into after three games out. You know, we know what we're going to get at Goodison Park. It's going to be a very tough game, very, very cagey. Didn't really get too much service. So I feel like if you take him back out of the lineup now, that might do more harm than good because I feel like he needs a run of games. I feel like he needs some consistency in there. And I feel like him and Trent just need to keep playing with each other to get an understanding of where he needs to be when Trent's got the ball and uh, when the left-back's got the ball where he needs to be. I just think like the only way he's going to get that is if he keeps playing. And I know we've got options now for the first time this season. We've got amazing options up front because Firmino is looking like his old self. He's been incredible this season. Uh, proven the doubters and maybe some some of his as well, to be honest, that he's still got a, a point to prove and he's still got a place in this squad. Um, so it's really good to see Firmino playing that way. Then obviously Jot is coming back. He's going to need minutes at some point, but I feel like he comes in on Saturday, um, home to Wolves, a team that he, he knows and he scored against before. So I'd do that. Um, and then, obviously, we've got Nunes, who just needs to, like I said, get some consistency, get more minutes to fit in with this team. And we've seen how good he can be. Like, we, we saw it in the Community Shield. Brilliant. Fulham, brilliant. But then, obviously, just that Palace game just kind of... It, it's made his need to restart with Nunes, in a way. Because three games out for a new signing, a new striker, one of the most expensive signings in the club history, it's a long time. Like, he wants to come in and start all these games and score goals, and he's not had the opportunity to do that. Like, he would have scored multiple goals against Bournemouth in that 9-0. And that would have, again, done in the world of good for confidence, but he didn't get that opportunity. So, like I said, I just think we need to keep starting him. Uh, we've got options, which is the best thing. So, if it's not working after 60 minutes, you can just take him off, bring on Jota, bring on Bobby, or whatever. But um, that's my teammate. Do you think there could be any possibility of Klopp changing system? Because I've seen a lot of this 4 2 3 1 with like uh, Fabinho and Elliot or Fabinho and Milner and then Firmino, Jota, Diaz and Salah. Or do you think he's just going to go with what he knows and it's just going to be the same, the same system pretty much? If he plays 4 2 3 1, it will be Fabinho and Thiago and Pivot and it'll be Firmino in front of him and then Nunes up front. That's as simple as that. Will he change the yeah. system? I don't know. Um, do I think he should potentially? There's always there's always time for a change, and if you're going to change anything or change at a point, I don't think Liverpool fans will be too against him changing it at the moment, considering the season that we've started off as. If you change it midway through the season, you're three points clear at the top of the table, and suddenly Klopp changes to a four-two-three-one. You're thinking, why is he doing that? He's 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 touched on this system before, like he's gone to sort of go for it. And has sort of been declined not to. It, it would purely be a case of, are we good enough defensively with that block of six? 
And if we are, then so be it. I'd happily play a 4 2 3 1. I think Fabinho, but then again, I think Fabinho works well on his own because he's constant. It's, it's, it's across the line and he's playing just slightly in between that defensive and midfield line. So he's always there if someone tries to break the lines. You know, if someone mm-hmm. tries to drop in like Firmino did, Fabinho is very good at picking that up before the danger is even a threat, before there's even any danger there. So I think that's, that's something that might change with that. And then again, you've just got work rates and, and intensity and tempo. With a 4 2 3 1, you, you, you're basically committing five to seven players when you're going forward. And it's just that in the transition, are we quick enough to change? And I think we are. And I think it'd be quite nice to to see a four two three one, just with maybe Bobby in the ten and, and Nunes up front on his own with Salah and Diaz. But then I don't think we'll see much of Salah and Diaz like we normally like to, because they'll be playing a lot wider with Bobby sort of coming in as the second striker. No, I hear that, mate. Um, just quickly as well before we move on, finally, do you have a prediction based on your team selection? Two one, because I never predict us to lose in my life, but we won't. My I boy. don't think. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. Who's scoring? Uh, Nunes and Diaz. Can't see Salah scoring at the moment, unfortunately. Cool. Um, I'm going one nil Liverpool. Just a one nil win, smashing grab. Darwin Nunes to get the goal. That's what I'm going to go for. Um, I just... I don't know, like, it's going to be a horrible game. I know that. I don't think there'll be three goals. There could be, and I hope there is, because it makes it a better game. But, like I said before, all I care about is the three points. I don't care if it's an own goal. I don't care if it's controversial. I don't care. Just bring me those three points. Get in there. Get out of there prepare for Saturday. That's all I want. I don't care how it comes about. Champions League, we know more than anybody. It's all about results. It's not about performances. It's not about looking pretty. It's just about getting the wins and that's what's going to win you the trophy. Um, And just to finish on this point, mate, because I was supposed to ask you this at the start, but I feel like this is a nice way to end the stream tonight. The last time Liverpool lost the Champions League final before the one just last season. So 17-18. In 18-19, we came back and won it. So 20-21. So, no, sorry. 21-22, we lost the Champions League final. Is history going to repeat itself? Are we going to come back and win it? It's a big question, mate. But I'm, I'm Ask me after play. the three set of match days. <laughs> Ask me after the first set of match days. After after Napoli, after Rangers, after those three, come back to me, and I will have an answer. At the moment, I think it's too it's too hard to call. Yeah, think, it is. But come back you to know me what? Like, played Ajax, Napoli, and Rangers. Yeah, the positive and the flip side to this, why I do think it could be a Champions League year, is because obviously we've had a tough start in the league. We've not done great. We've drawn and lost and whatever but this is a new start this is a chance for this team to go and get a trophy that's just fully in our hands all the way until the end all we've got to do is keep winning games and back in 2005 Liverpool finished fifth I know it's a long time ago and things have changed whatever football is pretty much a different game but it just shows like 
it's not all about league form. Like that kind of goes out the window when it comes to the Champions League. And it's just an opportunity for these guys to start fresh. Like, okay, fine, we've not done great in the league, but now the Champions League's here. Let's pull our socks up. Let's get back to playing how we know we can. And let's just hit the reset button and start from here. So I've got a good feeling. I'm not saying we're gonna win it. Like you said, it's just way too early to, to call. But I feel like we this is a big chance for us to go and do something special because the league, like we know, is going to be very tough. Um, Champions League is what I would pick over the league every single time. The only reason why I do want to win the league title is to overtake Man United and to celebrate properly because obviously we were stolen of that um, massive party back in, in COVID. But um, Champions League, we know how special it is. Clubs that haven't won it, mentioning no names, they, they'll always save a league because they just don't know. They haven't experienced the, the parades. They haven't experienced being European royalty. We know what it is. We know how special these nights are. And that's for me why I, I'm desperate to win it. I was absolutely heartbroken. I I get way... This is why I know it's bigger because I get way more upset losing a Champions League final. That ruins my mood for weeks and months. When we miss out on the Premier League... Yeah, it's very tough to take, especially when it's just one point. But there's just not that that heartbreaking feeling, in my opinion. But with the Champions League, if you lose the Champions League final, that's the like the worst thing that can happen. And obviously, we experienced that last season. Um, we were we, we were so close, so close to having one of the the best seasons of all time. But it wasn't to be, and that's why this season I think the Reds are going to come out and they're going to go one further, whether it's the league, whether it's the Champions League. We don't know yet. But guys, thank you for making it to this point. Just a shorter one tonight to preview this game. Because like I said, we're going to be live tomorrow straight after the game. Do me a favour if you're still here. Give the stream a like. Or if you're watching it on the replay, obviously like it as well. Subscribe because we are, we are pushing, I believe, what are we on right now? Is it like 260? We're close to 300 anyway. Um, so if you guys could help by subscribing. Yeah, yeah we're bang on 260. So if you guys can subscribe if you haven't already, help us grow because we're going to bring these podcasts every every week, pretty much every game we're going to react to. Uh, and that is all thanks to our partner and sponsor, Sporting. So make sure you use the link in the description to get involved. Take care, guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.